We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Told you about this friend's podcast. And they go through episodes, it really is a blast. And they talk about things that they really know. And they swear to God they've seen every episode. Um, I think. Best Friends Podcast with Nicole and Sashir. Best Friends Podcast with Nicole and Sashir. Ooh, wow! Hello, Sashir. Hello, Nicole. And welcome to Best Friends, a Friends recap podcast where we are covering all the episodes of the hit NBC series Friends. We are covering the 100th episode of Friends, and this is our... 100th episode. Yes! Woo, woo, woo! We did it! Wow, we've been watching a lot of television. Oh, we certainly have. And talking about it, too. Mm-hmm. For weeks on end. 100, to be exact. Yes, 100 <laughs> weeks. You ding, 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 ding. You got the bell. Who's <laughs> that? That's not a <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. You got the bell. <laughs> no one's ever said that. Well, let's get into the episode. Uh, it's called The 100th. Um, mm-hmm. It was written by the creators of Friends, David Crane and Marta Kaufman. That's and good. I like that. Yeah, me too. It's like uh, just like coming back to home. You know, mm-hmm. we got our yeah. creators in the room writing mm-hmm. things. And then this aired in, I think, 2000, no, ni- 1998. Oh, Okay. Yes. Okay. And uh, Phoebe, Phoebe's having a baby or three babies. Three babies. Three she's having those dang triplets. Large babies. I mean, finally, she's been pregnant for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm just confused about this like hospital room she's in. 
Wait, wait, why are you confused about it? Okay, so she's in the middle of the room in this, like, makeshift bed. It didn't look like a real hospital bed. And then there's, like, little clear trays for the babies. But then there's also (laughs) a ton of other trays for other babies. So I was like, do they bring the babies in here? Like, what do you mean, bring the babies in here? So... There was mul- there was at least like six trays for other babies. So I'm like, uh, is she in the baby holding room? What is this room? I didn't notice that. I just you thought didn't? that. No, I mean I saw some trays, but I just assumed that after she has the kids, they they would go in the in the in the, bin. In the baby tray. In the baby tray. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better name for it than baby tray. I think that's the medical term for it at a hospital. Uh, Dr. Sheila, please bring in the baby trays. <laughs> um, and then our B storyline, we had Joey. He had kidney stones. Kidney stones, yes. That he had to pass or go up the urethra. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked it because it was like a you saw the juxtaposition of Phoebe giving birth and him giving Birth, essentially, to his mm-hmm. kidney stones. Very silly. Very, very, very silly. And then Joey's doctor, who's only credited as Joey's doctor, he he didn't get a doctor name, uh, he kept saying... Even though he was stones. funnier than the other one. I liked that doctor more than the other doctor. Well, they gave the other doctor this weird thing where he loved uh, the Fonzie? Fonz. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so he weird. Kept, he kept saying he was not Fonzie, and I was like, sir... Nobody here thinks you're Fonzie. There's no danger of someone walking in being like, where's your leather jacket, Fonzie? Seemed like a last minute thing where the writer's room was like, well, we have to make him weird so Phoebe Mm -hmm. doesn't want him to give, like, deliver the babies. He's obsessed with Fonzie? (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. And then they get another doctor, which is not a thing I think happens at hospitals where you're like, no, you just can't go get him. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a a different one. And then he's too young and she's mad. She's like, no, you can't have a baby. Give birth to babies. Yeah. And then Monica and Chandler still in Mm -hmm. their secret relationship Mm -hmm. are, you know, going through their drama also in the hospital. I was amazed at how much they could cover in one location, in yes. one hospital. You know? Yes. A lot of stories happening. Lots and lots. Of, there was like three stories happening. Mm-hmm. A, B, C. A, they, 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 they did it. The A, B, C story. All in one location. Can mm-hmm. you even? I couldn't. I did like the joke where their cabs left at the same time, but mm. Chandler and Monica, I think, had a little hanky-pank. Ooh-wee. Maybe got sure dropped did. off somewhere and fucked and then got another cab? I don't know. Do they fuck? I the- think they hung back or something. I think maybe one oh. cab left and they hung back to have sex. But also it's like, your friend's about to give birth. You don't uh-huh. think maybe you can do this later? <laughs> like, is there some urgency here? I'll tell you something. Nicole, right here, right now, if you were having a baby, <laughs> but there was an option for me to fuck before you gave birth... Births take a long time. I'm going to fuck before you give birth. I mean, that is a good point. It could take hours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could you could fuck, shower, still get to the hospital, <laughs> and I wouldn't have the baby yet. <laughs> and then Rachel, she found some male nurses. I was like, wow, this vixen. She's mm-hmm. walking around. She's on the prowl. She found two, prowl. two mm-hmm. male nurses for yeah. her and Monica to go out with. And then Monica has to just be like, I I can't, but also I can't. Yeah. But then I'm like, why can't you just tell your friends that you're fucking your one friend? 
because it's like a big deal. They've been friends for so long. And then it's like, it's a risk. Because mm. what if it doesn't work out? And then mm. people have to choose sides and it's a whole thing. So they're like, you know, they're, they're weighing their options before they, they become public. But Ross and Rachel have been, you know, together and not together. Yeah, but I think that was like, you know, that started years ago mm. and people got used to it. But this is like now a whole new relationship after years of, of being friends together. Mm-hmm. It's risky. I guess so. And then I love seeing Giovanni Rabizzi. Did I say his name right? Yes. Giovanni Rabizzi. Sneaky Pete. Sneaking around Amazon. Sneaky Pete. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't pass out. He, he was breathing so hard through the whole episode. <laughs> he would come up and be like, oh, okay, God, it's, a, it's a girl. And I was no. like, oh, my God. He- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also he was sweating. And I was like, is yeah. that, did someone spray him? Or was he just moving so much that he was just hot and sweaty? He was moving a lot. But he was also becoming a dad. And that's mm-hmm. nerve wracking. So, of course, that makes sense. Yeah, I think I got to say the pacing of this episode was a little frantic. It was pretty frantic. Very fast <laughs> between mm-hmm, mm-hmm. between each storyline. But yeah. still good. And then I can't believe Phoebe wanted to keep one of the babies. I mean, that was a hard turn. And I was like, oh, boy. And then when yeah. Rachel's like, I'm going to be in the news, I was like, <laughs> oh, you think she's going to steal the baby from this hospital? <laughs> I mean... Okay. I wouldn't put it past Phoebe. I guess. And then the babies came out with such ease. I've never seen Mm. an easier childbirth. Although, I was very surprised that these were bloody babies. Mm, Yeah. I was like, oh, they're showing us bloody babies. Okay. For 1998, that's a big thing. Pretty progressive, yeah. Honestly, the whole storyline of of Phoebe being a surrogate, that's pretty cool. Like, Mm -hmm. just even talking about the surrogate option and I don't know, uh, a different way to have a family. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Oh, interesting. So Jordan, Jordan, us- get on the mic and yeah. say this. Don't, yeah. don't freaking type. Oh, I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry. I had, I forgot that I, you, you wanted some background facts. I forgot to <laughs> send Please. them beforehand. <laughs> um, so apparently um, one of the fun facts is when giving birth to triplets, women typically have a cesarean section to prevent complications that can arise during a natural birth. The show had Phoebe go through the natural birth, most likely because the C-sections were not allowed to be shown on TV. <gasps> what? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I've actually honestly never seen a C-section on TV. Has it, has it even happened now? Uh, we can find out. Let's search for that. Yeah. Yeah. How interesting that C-sections are they? not allowed. But honestly, it makes sense that triplets would be birthed via C-section because it's like, I mean, merging is hard on a highway. How the fuck do you merge out of a pussy? <laughs> like, grown adults can't figure out how to get into the left lane. How would a baby be like, oh okay, gosh. I have to go down this lane? And they're like, bumping heads like oh, I'll go oh, no, you go no, oh, hold up <laughs> these like little babies being very polite but I also gotta say her stomach didn't seem to be big enough to hold all those big ass babies no of course not they also had her like, when her brother was like pushing her forward uh-huh. and she was moving forward to push and I was like that seems counterproductive like mm-hmm. there's no way she would move forward to push 
that's I mean that in my thought process you lean back to push yeah. but in I think supernatural childbirth where you're like with a doula I think you're like hunched over well you're like in a squat oh yeah pretty much which is yeah. ideal it's ideal that, that we're like you let gravity help you but we you know the western world has made it so that you're on your back and then mm-hmm. you need someone to help you get this baby out oh my god is that part of big medicine to pay for like another nurse to be in yes. the room to my goodness wow mm-hmm. that's wild mm-hmm. yeah wild. well I mean, I can't wait to see what's in store next week on Friends. Yeah, I know. I mean, this this was such a big storyline, mm-hmm. Phoebe being pregnant. Now she's not anymore, and she's not even going to have these babies anymore. So it's like, what yeah. is, where does she go from here? And that is an interesting topic to explore, like what a surrogate goes through after, you know, yeah. giving birth to babies that aren't yours. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed really sad. I mean, it was like, still a nice moment, but boy, oh boy, was it like rough for her to realize, oh, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to keep any of these babies, even though I was attached to them for nine months. That's, uh, yeah. I think either Kimmy or Jordan has shared an image of a woman. Apologies. This is, you were saying how she was too small of triplets. This is a blogger I follow. This is her at like seven months with twins. And she was, she's like a very, oh. t- she's a ballet dancer. Oh, and she that's had a twins, big belly. And she... So you're right. They did not portray what a pregnant belly with triplets would look like because she's Hmm. a tiny person. And it was, uh, yeah, it is jarring what it looks like to hold more than one child in you. Well, there I watched the pilot for um, This Is Us Mm -hmm. and Mandy Moore is pregnant with triplets. Mm -hmm. And she was her belly was was huge. And I was like, this seems too big. So I don't know. <laughs> they probably did it right, but I was like, that's see, that's crazy. <laughs> the pilot of This Is Us really pulls at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. It came out years ago. It came out a while ago. <laughs> when she loses the baby, you're like, oh no. But then she takes another baby. And I don't know if that's entirely legal. Well, someone left that baby at a fire station. So I think it was which also seems like there must be other paperwork, right? Like, it can't just be like, this baby's <laughs> up for grabs if anybody wants it. Well, I know some states you can leave a child at a fire station up until, like, six years old. And I, I think it's, we've like, We've no talked about up. this, and, oh, have we? and I feel like it, that's not right. Yeah, I feel like we, we, this has been brought up before, and we looked it up, and it was not as old as you're saying. <laughs> okay, fair. Yes, you cannot take a full-grown child and be like, uh, sorry about it. I don't, I don't want, want it anymore. No, thank you. <laughs> Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. 
Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Um, should we <laughs> rate their outfit? Should we go through the fashion? Oh, yeah. Let's go through the fashion. Also, they're so thin. Oh, yeah. All of them. Each one of them is so thin. Yeah. Um, Rachel is in uh, some, some jeans, a tank mm-hmm. top. I don't know what the red thing is on her. What is the motif? I don't know. I can't tell what that design is. It's just really highlighting the boobs. Yes. (laughs) It's like, here here are the boobs, in case you were wondering. (laughs) It's like a Hawaiian floral print. I had a really hard time getting a screenshot that captured it. (laughs) But it's a Hawaiian floral Uh, print. I'm actually surprised at how little... I mean, she's wearing a full outfit, Mm -hmm. but for TV, I'm surprised she's wearing spaghetti straps yeah i feel like every time i'm in wardrobe they're like okay here's a tank top and here's 18 cardigans to go over that same i'm always in many many layers and i'm mm-hmm. like it's summer yeah. <laughs> it's, we're shooting th- th- we're supposed to be in summer in the show and yet i'm fully in a cardigan sweater hoodie <laughs> like 
I'm never in a tank top. Mm-hmm. Also, Rachel's same with hair. So thick. Oh, luscious. Good hair. She's always had great hair. So, just the nicest of hair. And really, <laughs> truly, a pioneer for hair the whole time the show was on the air. People wanted the, the, the Rachel. Rachel was a thing. They mm-hmm. wanted it. They needed yeah. it. They were thirsting, questing for it. <laughs> yeah, Monica, Monica looking good as well. Also in a tank top. Thicker straps, though, I guess to make her seem more reasonable. I don't know. Yeah, she's a little more conservative, <laughs> so she would cover more of her shoulder. <laughs> more of her collarbone than usual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a little bit more. Um, <laughs> should we do Should we do a... Here's the segment where we do friends quizzes. Friends quizzes. Yes. Friends quizzes. <laughs> oh. Ooh, let's see. Okay, which mm. which friend's season are you? Which friend's pet is your vibe? Uh, ooh, okay. Are you Gen X millennial or Gen Z when recasting Friends? Was okay. Sure. Or do you want to do your central perk order? Oh boy, there's all there's so many good ones. Can I also like so many good ones. If you lived in the Friends universe, who would you date? Ooh, let's do that. Yeah. Do, 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 I have do, a feeling do. I know who mine's going to be already. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, pick an X. Barry. This is the restaurant owner that Monica works at. No. Barry is the guy Rachel left at the altar oh. in the first episode. Okay, so Kathy is someone that Joey dated and Chandler dated. Pete. Pete, Pete was a fi- <laughs> Pete was a was one of Monica's ex-boyfriends. It's John Favreau, and they broke up because he wanted to become like a world fighting champion and she didn't like it. Oh wow. Okay. Carol is Ross's ex who left him for another woman. Gary is a New York cop. Who Phoebe dated. Uh, Julie is who Ross was dating when Rachel finally told told him how, how she felt. And she's one of the few people <laughs> of color on the show. Yeah. Okay, we got some Asian in here. Yes, yes, what, yes. Aisha Tyler uh, also dated Ross, right? Yes. Ross is, Ross is the only one oh. who's like... You know, got who has jungle fever? <laughs> wow! I wonder if, like, if there was a spinoff, they'd be like, "We need to talk about that." We wanted uh, to keep our friendship white. Anyway, uh, I yeah. think I'm gonna pick <laughs> Pete. Mm, I can see that. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like cops, so not not Gary. And then okay. I feel like. I feel like Rachel left Barry for a reason. Mm. Maybe Carol. She's a, a free spirit. She does what she wants. She's willing to change her whole life if that's how she feels. And it doesn't matter what's going on. So, Carol. Okay. I see that for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Pick an animal. Marcel, a monkey that is Ross's. The chick and the duck. The chicken and the duck. Clunkers. Who's a dog? <laughs> Phoebe's yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Whiskerson, which is a terrifying hairless cat. Julio, which is a cat with hair. Is that the smelly cat? No. Was there a smelly cat? 
Was there an actual cat that was smelly? Or did smelly we cat just was a... more inspired by many cats. But mm-hmm. I don't remember Julio very well. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Chappie, a little tiny dog. I think I'm going with uh, Marcel. I mean, when presented <laughs> a monkey, wouldn't you take mm-hmm. the... Wait, no, maybe the chick and the duck. I do love a duck. You okay. love a duck. The chick and the duck. Yeah. Um, I like clunkers. That looks like a big old fun floppy dog. <laughs> okay. Uh, pick a season finale episode. The one in Vegas where Rachel and Ross mm. get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with Ross's wedding where there was a wedding with Ross. <laughs> the one where Rachel has a baby where Rachel has a baby. Uh, the one with the proposal where a proposal happens. Monica, it's Chandler and Monica proposal. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Chandler and Monica's proposal with the one with the proposal, the one with Monica and Chandler's wedding, where they actually get married, Mm. or the last one. Hmm. So the just so you guys know, the last one (laughs) is Chandler and Monica. They've bought a house. They're leaving the city and. They also had to do, Kimmy, I think it's like they also had a surrogate and they had twins. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes. Full circle. Yeah. Okay, so the last one is the last, last, last episode where Chandler and Monica have a have two babies via surrogate and then they leave the city. Can you even? Hmm. Mm, I mean. I do like the proposal because that's like, you know, we have this secret relationship for so long mm-hmm. and then it's like they're finally, you know, making it real and like really, really real. They're getting married and it's like so nice. It's I like a big s- moment. It is. It is such a huge moment in in the series. I'm going to say one night in Vegas because uh, that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that was fun. Amazing. Real quick. It's not a surrogate. They adopt. Oh. It's a single mother. They adopt sorry. her so sorry. twins. Okay. No, don't apologize. It all blurs. Pick a famous guest star. Ben Stiller. George Clooney. Ellen Popeo. Anna Ferris. Bruce Willis. Helen Hunt. Mmm. Six very good guest stars. Mm-hmm. All with great storylines. I'm gonna pick Ben Stiller. <laughs> Yeah, Ben Stiller. That was my favorite mm. one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like George Clooney because he's like, he was like the original McSteamy. He was like a dreamy doctor guy. Mm. Okay, and finally, pick a kiss. Rachel and Joey. Shocking. Uh, Chandler, shocking. <laughs> Chandler and Monica. Rachel and Melissa. Oh, I remember that one. Ross and Rachel. Mike and Phoebe. Joey and Phoebe. Another shocking one. Also shocking. Mm-hmm. Also, mm. uh, Mike and Phoebe. Mike is Paul Rudd. They dated for a while in the show. <gasps> and they get oh. married. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they get married. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. Mm. So much happens on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I don't remember a lot of this. <laughs> it's really funny to jump in and be like, what the? Okay. Hmm. I'm. I think I'm gonna go with Joey and Phoebe because that one was wild. Who saw that one yeah. coming? Uh, truly, no one. Not even them. Um. Hmm. 
I go with? I like Chandler and Monica, even though it's like we expect it. They're mm-hmm. a good couple. I stand by them. This is Sashir. <gasps> I got Janice. No. <laughs> Janice spontaneous weird and intoxicating you and Janice would really hit it off her voice would call call out to you like a foghorn and you can't help but answer the call no (laughs) oh my god no her Um, voice is so grating oh I'm Richard mature accomplished and proud mustache enthusiast you and Richard would try to make it work. Okay. That's I like good. that. He was I a like good guy. Richard. Burt is Reynolds? I, is that Burt Reynolds? Tom Selleck. Almost. Tom Selleck. <laughs> mm, honestly, I recently just confused the two. So I, I feel okay, you good. on that. It's hard okay. to remember your mustached friends. It's just so hard. Yeah, you know? Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up, and I was like, oh, that's a woman who, like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me, and I can do it. So, honestly, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's 
T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. So we have some facts about the 100th episode. Okay, so this episode is Lisa Kudrow's favorite episode. Makes sense. This is a big moment for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Yeah, because she was, like, funny, and then the end, mm-hmm. she was so, like, warm and, like, vulnerable with the babies. Yeah, yeah I see that. Yeah. During one scene's recording, writers were finding it tough to come up with an alternative word for vagina, which might upset the network when the show aired. The cast didn't take it very seriously, and Matt LeBlanc dared Lisa Kudrow to say the very crude word instead. Okay, it's not very crude. I don't know who wrote this. <laughs> Kudrow... <laughs> Explains that Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer, and and Co. agreed to pay her a hundred or two hundred dollars for each brave endeavor. That's fun. They must have had so much fun shooting. Yeah, that's like that's a good group of people to work with. Mm-hmm. I wonder, but what what word did they use in place of vagina? I don't even remember when they would have. I don't, I don't think, remember them saying it. I don't even think they used a word. I think they just kept vagina in. Oh really? I don't even remember. Oh yes, them yes, because I remember. Vagina. No, I remember Phoebe said, uh, "Some she said it to somebody, maybe to Ross or something." Like I don't see three people coming out of your vagina. Oh, so knowing this fact, we should or the listeners should go back and count how many times she said vagina yeah. to see how much she got from mm-hmm. them. Absolutely. Wait, I think it is. I think they dared her to to say something else. Because it says they dared Lisa Kudrow to say a very crude word instead. So I think they were like, you can't say vagina. Like, I think it was like a last minute thing where a writer was like, you can't say vagina. We need an alt. And then for the take, like, dared her to say pussy or something. Oh, okay. I thought they were saying that vagina was a crude word. No, no, no. I, I, at least that's, I think that's what's no, I going think you're on. Right. Cause yeah, I mean, I the right. six of them are real jokesters. So uh, that's uh, what I think. <laughs> Always was going playing on. pranks on set. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb, Deborah Joe Rupp who recurred as Alice, was given time away from her new role as Kitty Foreman on that 70s show to appear in this episode. Oh, oh nice. that's nice. It's so funny because she looked, she actually did look younger, yes. even though she was supposed to be older uh-huh. than the brother in Friends. She did look younger than her character in that 70s show. Yeah, to the point where I was like, is that the mom from that 70s show? I was yeah. like, oh yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. She's, like, kind um, of ageless to me because she's, like, old and young all at the same time. She it's was like, just in um, uh, WandaVision mm-hmm. and truly looking exactly the same. I was like, I, this could have been 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. She found the fountain of youth. <laughs> <laughs> of youth. <laughs> Um, in reality, Lisa Kudra was no longer pregnant by the time of this episode. Her son, Julian, was born May 7th, a day after my birthday, 1998. Thus, her belly was fake. Oh, interesting. Okay. I was feeling that because I was like, this is so round and like <laughs> small, but protru- it was like a, it was a very strange uh, thing she was wearing. 
Yeah. It was but not realistic. I like that the show incorporated her actual pregnant belly at one point in time. Yes, instead of hiding her behind boxes or something. <laughs> yeah, and grocery bags, which is so funny. Um, so yeah, this is the hundredth episode. It is titled The One Hundredth. And Phoebe's doctor references Happy Days throughout the episode, though this is not the first time Happy Days is mentioned in the series. In Friends, mm. the one at the beach, 1997, you remember this one, mm-hmm. the gang is playing a game of strip Happy Days oh, at the yes. beach house. Additionally, in Friends, the one where Monica gets a roommate, Rachel is seen watching the final ep- episode of Happy Days in which Joni and Chachi get married and tearfully comments, but Joni loved Chachi, that's the difference. Reasoning that this is why she didn't go through with her own wedding to Barry. Mm. So, yeah, I guess the, maybe the creators really love Happy Days. Maybe. And they're like paying their homage in different ways. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, in the hospital, after Phoebe asks Rachel if she spoke to her brother, the doctor chuckles and says, oh, Fonzie. And Rachel says... You know who I always liked? Mork. Mork was played by Robin Williams in two episodes of Happy Days. In season three, episode 24, Friends, the one with the ultimate fighting champion, 1997, in the beginning of the episode, Robin Williams appears with Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so wild that you just lose information the more you watch. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The obstetrician, Dr. Oberman, is obsessed with Fonzie, delivers Phoebe's triplets. Henry Winkler, who plays the Fonz, later ends up playing the obstetrician in Parks and Rec that delivers Leslie's triplets. Now, that's actually pretty wild. Yeah, that is wild. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. I um, like that. T.J. Fine, who plays Dr. Oberman, Oberman, goes on to play endo endomologist Dr. Jack Hodgins on Bones. Wow. Okay. Sometimes you get stuck in the doctor lane and it won't release you. <laughs> At the end of this episode, Rachel asks Phoebe if labor and birth really hurt as much as everyone s- says it does. She replies, yeah, you won't be able to take it. Oh, this is a spoiler, by, by the way. Yes, spoiler. Season- you should have watched the episode before, you know, listening. <laughs> in season eight finale, this is indeed turns out to be the case as Rachel has a 21 hour labor and her daughter was breached, therefore making Rachel's labor more intense. Wait, what is a breached birth? That's when the baby's sideways and it's like, this is a hammock (laughs) and not (laughs) an opening. Right. (laughs) It usually means the baby (laughs) is sideways or butt first. I think yeah. First. Breach is when a baby is born bottom first instead of head first, as is normal. So they're just, they'll get stuck. I mean, if I were a baby being born, I would think to come out feet first. You would think to come out feet first? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like in the womb and I'm like, whoa. Because like when you're dilating and like the contractions are happening, your home is having an earthquake. And then there's Mm. an opening. Mm. There's you know, like a tunnel or whatever, and mm-hmm. there's light. So, like, you go, wee and, ju- <laughs> and jump through the tunnel, no? I'd probably think hands first, like you're oh. diving into the pool. <laughs> okay, now I see. Ah, But I think both why- are bad, because if one is out and then the other one is, like, back, then mm. it's like, how do you get the whole thing out? So head is best. Head does seem best. But, like, Truly, it seems so crazy to be like, I'm going, I don't go headfirst into anything. (laughs) Like, 
Who does that? Who does that? I guess babies. How do you put a shirt on? Arms first. Okay. What? You do head first? No, there are, listen, just like our... Some people do. Just like our bras, uh, that one time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you can put on a shirt, you can do head first, you can do arms first. It's That's another survey to take. Wait, so Sheer, how do you put your shirts on? Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think arms first. I don't know if I've thought about it before. I think <laughs> arms first. I guess I, I'll have to <laughs> practice. I don't actually know. I'll have to practice. Or I'll have to like, put it in action after I get off the, off the air. Wait, Kimmy, do you know how you put on shirts? I'm pretty sure it's, it's arms first. I'm pretty sure I... I mean, sometimes it's a little bit of both and a little haphazard, but generally it's arms mm. first. I definitely know mine is arms first because I'm usually wearing makeup at that point. So it's arm, arm, uh, and then I like kind of stretch the head a little bit or the the neck to get a to get around the makeup. Actually, when I have makeup on, I do head first because I put a scarf on my head to like protect the the hair and makeup, and then put oh. the shirt on over that, and then take the scarf off, and then put my arms in. Wow, she loves to protect her clothing. <laughs> That's a SNL trick for fast changes put a scarf or something over and then put the clothing on smart well we have one more little thing of trivia in this episode phoebe comments that joey is trying to steal her thunder by having kidney stones while she's in labor in friends the one with monica's thunder in 2000 so this is going to come later monica Mm -hmm. accuses rachel of stealing her thunder after catching rachel and ross kissing on her engagement night damn i actually do want to talk about joey for a minute Okay. A, pretty early on, mm-hmm. he so he's like recording for the future mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. and then there's a scene where he like starts filming under Phoebe's dress, yes. and he's like, "I gotta get the before shot." Yes. And I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing an upskirt shot for your for your pregnant friend that then children will watch." That her kid, yeah, I guess not her kids, but like, but yeah, the uh-huh. children will watch. And then later he's like, hey, kids, look at these these newspapers. Okay, now for the boys, uh-huh. you look at this Playboy. This is what naked women in this year look like. And I was like, what is, is Joey? I guess Joey's always sexual, but this was like mm-hmm. perverted. Well, then also uh, when Rachel is like, I found us two nurses and he's like, oh, yeah, or whatever he says. Uh, And then she's like, they're male nurses. And he's like, not in my head. And then they're like, do you make everything sexual? And he's like, yeah, grandma's chicken (laughs) noodle soup. And I was like, oh, okay, Yeah, I mean, I guess everyone has their thing. You know, everyone's like their their stereotype or their Mm -hmm. their typecast. But sometimes <laughs> you can only go so far with a joke until you're like, is this person uh, addicted to sex or like, <laughs> is this okay? Is this okay? Well, is he a deviant? Who was filming it? Was it Ross or was it Chandler who was filming it with him? The Playboy part? Yeah. That was Ross. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, Ross, you should step in and say, you who is this for us or the babies or like when he went under her skirt any of the friends who mm. they, they were all in a circle could have been like hey man this this is not this first of all this is not the time uh-huh. and do not do that to phoebe <laughs> <Her friend. laughs> 
Also, God forbid an emergency happened at this hospital. These people are plugging up everything. They're just walking around, freely moving. They tr- truly are. <laughs> they, they're in, uh, just taking over the whole hospital uh-huh. in different rooms. <laughs> Joey asked someone to get up out of his wheelchair when he was in pain. I, yes, I was like, wow, how rude. But also, how is that rude. how fast kidney stones work? Like you're up, it, it all seems then pretty down. fast. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe. It seemed like maybe he had them for a while, but didn't know until t- mm, that day. Fair. I guess, yeah, that's how that happens. You don't know mm-hmm. things are happening until it's happening to you. And that's science. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, should, we, should we do some questions? Yes. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> Give me on the keys. I was wondering if you were to play Mary Bop Kill. Ooh, this person's real polite. With the characters or friends, how would it go? I'd marry Ross. I'd bop Joey. Kill Chandler. And my best friend is telling me I'm wrong. Am I wrong? <laughs> what would you do? Mmm. <laughs> I do like her choices. I uh-huh. think Ross is probably the most stable of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he is like kind of a wimp. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I think he's probably the most marriage material. And then Joey's probably the most boppable. Yeah. I think I agree with this. And yeah, I think I would kill Chandler. Let's do the ladies. I think I would. I think I'm going to marry Phoebe. Phoebe's fun. Mm-hmm. I think Phoebe's I'm going to bop yeah. Rachel because that hair. Uh-oh. <laughs> I guess I got to kill Monica. Oh, so no. she and Chandler can be together in death. Hey, there you go. We, we're doing it for them. We want them to be together. Yes. <laughs> That's what we are doing here. I mean, Chandler and Monica both have the, like, the most extreme characteristics, I think. They're both like mm-hmm. kind of anxious and... Um, Naggy, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. I can see na- people wanting to kill them, <laughs> kill yeah. them both. Yeah. Yeah. So this person, this nice person who sent us this question, you are right. Yeah. We agree with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Hey, Nicole and Sashir. Since Phoebe decides to make the hard decision to be a surrogate to help out her brother and his wife, I was wondering if either of you would be willing to do that for your sibling. Mm. Hmm. Honestly, I think I would. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, if my sister couldn't have children... And didn't want to adopt and didn't want to use and was going to use a surrogate and was like, well, would you want to be the surrogate? I would say absolutely, friend. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe I would, too. I am curious about the pregnancy and birthing process. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to keep them. <laughs> like, Me I don't either. Wanna, I don't want to raise them and keep them <laughs> forever, but that that is an experience that i'm like what's that like you know mm-hmm. and the and i also do think it's like amazing that humans can do that that can can produce life and create um so yeah that would be a cool experience to have mm-hmm. but i don't want to do this stuff after <laughs> me either i don't want to raise it i don't want to like yeah 
be held responsible if it does something bad. Yeah. Uh, also, give me a C-section. Cut that thing out of me. <laughs> and then, like, maybe give me a tummy tuck. I don't know. Wrap it back up. Nice and tight. Uh, <laughs> two birds and one stone, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's get it all done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, like, probably good to, like, I don't know. That's, like, the ultimate display of love, I think. To be to do that for your sibling, yeah. Like, and I see that you need help, and you know me. Mm-hmm. You know I'm gonna take care of your 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 kids inside of me. Mm-hmm. And then anytime my sister makes me mad, I could just hang it over her head. I care about <laughs> oh, the whole absolutely. ass baby for you, and this is how you're treating me, no, ma'am. Oh my god, that's a good point. Like, that's the <laughs> ultimate favor. Like, uh-huh. you can't be mad at me ever, ever again. I did so much for you. (laughs) I love it. Cool. Well, if you have any other friends-related questions, you can email us at NicoleAndSashir at gmail.com or call or text us at 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash bestfriends. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. And remember, all the episodes of Friends are available on HBO Max, or you can purchase them in the Apple App Store. <laughs> oh, no. Is, is that how you would think you would end the episode? You would just... Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Actually, it's perfect. So. It's really funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.